Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lifestyle creep is something that most of us experience throughout our lives to varying degrees. And it's often one of the main causes of some of those other financial issues that I mentioned a moment ago. Lifestyle creep is defined in many ways, but for the purposes of this video, I'll be defining it as any situation where a person's lifestyle costs or standard of living improves as their discretionary income rises. So lifestyle creep often occurs for a couple of reasons. The first is because of inflation. Inflation, of course, is the phenomenon that explains why $1 today doesn't buy you quite as much as $1 did 30 years ago. A $900 apartment today may be renting for $930 a year from now. And as a result, the costs of raising your standard of living, or even maintaining it, does tend to creep upwards over time. A second reason that lifestyle creep occurs, and the one that is less commonly talked about, is when we willingly choose to increase our standard of living by bringing more luxury into our lives. And often we'll find that as this type of lifestyle creep occurs, former luxuries soon become considered necessities, barring some sort of emergency. And as a result, it can be difficult, though not impossible, to bring ourselves back to a standard of living that we previously had after we've been introduced to a new and higher standard of living. And lifestyle creep can happen with just about anything. It can happen on small things like the clothes we wear, the food we buy, and our choice of drink at dinner. And of course, on much larger things as well, like our furniture in our homes, the homes themselves, cars, and other potentially expensive luxuries and hobbies. So as you can imagine, lifestyle creep is considered sinister for a few reasons. Foremost among them is that it is so very subtle. As I said, most of us have experienced some sort of lifestyle creep in our lives for many, many years. But since it happens so slowly, and over such a long period of time, we don't always notice just how much of an effect it's having on our present financial situations or on our financial futures. So let me show you how this can work. Say that John is going to school year-round, full-time, and has a part-time job to try and pay for his educational and living expenses. He works 20 hours a week at $12 an hour, meaning on average he earns roughly $12,500 a year. As you can imagine, he's living on an extremely tight budget. He doesn't own a car, he lives at home in order to save more money, and he still can't afford to have too many luxuries on that level of income. Maybe he goes out to eat with friends once a month as his reward for doing so well in school, but again, in order to save money, he never goes to fancy restaurants and he always orders water for his drink since it's usually free. Then John graduates and gets his first full-time job, where he now makes $15 an hour. That's approximately $2,600 a month or $31,200 a year, which to him probably feels like a ton of money after living on $12,500 a year while he was in school. Even after considering taxes, he'd still be doing better than before, pulling in about $2,300 a month. And for his hard work and success, he rewards himself with a new, or at least new to him, car to get to and from his job. And maybe he has some nights out with his friends for good measure. The car costs him $10,000, but he doesn't have $10,000, so he has to finance it. The five-year loan at a 4.5% interest rate costs him a little over $185 a month. On its own, that's not backbreaking. He's got the money now, and after all, the busing system where he lives is not good. So he needed some form of reliable transportation. 
However, the car alone is not the only new cost that would have to be considered in his case. Since he didn't actually have a car while in school, he will now have to have totally new bills relating to the gas, insurance, and potentially maintenance on the car for a start. These costs, of course, will vary quite wildly, depending on a number of factors, but let's assume, just for the sake of this example, that between all of that, he is spending an additional $250 a month on all of his transportation costs. But that's not all, because living at home with his parents, or roommates if that were the case, is kind of a drag. And now that he has a job, he has the ability to get his own place. So he looks around and rents an apartment which costs him roughly $800 a month once we add in all the utilities, insurance, and other expenses associated with renting an apartment. Looking at his lifestyle before, John was living on a shoestring budget of $12,500 a year, or a little under $1,050 a month while he was in school. He was living at home in order to save money, just as many of us did living with multiple roommates to save money in college, and the luxury end of his lifestyle was basically going out to dinner once a month. Since getting out of school, he has added monthly expenses of $185 for his car, $250 for all of his other transportation expenses, and $800 a month for his apartment for a total monthly budget of $2,285 on a $2,300 a month after-tax income. In other words, John has officially entered the rat race and is living paycheck to paycheck. And mind you, his standards haven't really gone up that much. No, seriously, they haven't. Because he has a total of $15 a month, or roughly 50 cents a day, to actually go out and enjoy life after covering his expenses. That isn't really gonna get you much nowadays. Sure, he's living on his own, and I don't know, maybe his parents were cramping his style or something, so that's certainly changed possibly for the better. And he's able to drive now, except not really because he can't really afford the extra gas and the extra wear and tear on his car that that would create without plunging himself even deeper in debt and living on an even tighter budget down the road. So maybe not that, but hey, he's maybe able to go out to dinner twice a month now instead of once a month. But that's about it as far as improved standard of living goes. And that's an unfortunate reality that many Americans are facing today. They've worked hard, they've put themselves through school, if they're lucky they'll have done it debt-free like John in this case managed to do, but statistically speaking that is also not usually the case. They get their job, hopefully, and a couple of expenses, sometimes even the necessary ones, increase, but they sometimes increase beyond what's necessary like we saw in John's case. And suddenly, they're living paycheck to paycheck. So what's the solution? One might think that his future raises will enable him to escape the rat race, and that very well might be true, depending on what career he chose and how well he does at it, and how much of those raises actually go towards his investments. But if he's in a career that only gets him 3-4% to raises per year, it's gonna be quite a while before that happens. Especially when we consider that inflation has been around 2 or 3% per year on average, historically. And eventually, he'll be hard-pressed to save enough money for his eventual retirement, because that does get tougher to do as you get older, assuming you haven't been working towards it all along. So the solution, as I've hinted at in previous videos, is that we manage to learn how to properly manage lifestyle creep. Because contrary to what it might seem like so far, I don't believe that lifestyle creep is inherently a bad thing. It, like most things in life, is fine, so long as it isn't used in excess. Cars are not bad. Too much car is bad. Extravagant vacations are perfectly fine, but too much too soon can be damaging to your financial present and future. There's nothing wrong with lifestyle creep inherently, but too much of it is dangerous. Like I said in last week's video, it isn't really about how much you make, or even how much you spend. It's the difference between the two that matters. So how could John have better managed his own lifestyle creep? Well, as always, he has several options at his disposal. First, he could have spaced out his lifestyle creep expenses instead of trying to take them all on at once. 
even assuming that he wasn't able to carpool with someone for work, or take advantage of some other form of ride-sharing, or public transportation, or heck, even bike to and from work for a little bit in order to save up money for better transportation, he could have at least stayed at home for a little while longer in order to pay off his car loan. Judging by the numbers from the previous example, he would have had $1,050 a month in living expenses due to him living at home, plus the $185 a month in car payments, and the $250 a month for other associated transportation costs for a total monthly expense of $1,485. This means that John would have had about $815 a month to put towards his car loan, and he would have had it paid off in full in 11 months. He would have saved about $1,000 in interest over that time, which is also a nice bonus. Another thing he could have done was find some roommates that were willing to rent an apartment near his work, which would lower the cost of John's transportation, if not eliminating it altogether, and help him save money on rent. Hypothetically, let's say John found an apartment within biking distance of his work and got two roommates. The total cost of the apartment was $1,500 a month with utilities, and the three split the costs evenly. This means that John is paying $500 a month for housing, and beyond possibly the initial purchase of a bike, his transportation costs would be virtually nothing. This would leave John with monthly expenses somewhere in the neighborhood of $1,550 a month meaning that he would have $750 a month left after taxes and expenses in order to invest for his future and have fun. Say if John wanted to retire at 65 and he was 23 after graduating college. He wanted to live on $24,000 a year in today's dollars when he retires. Assuming a 3% rate of inflation, that means that his retirement nest egg would have to be about $2,075,000 once he's 65, assuming we're following the 4% rule. At an 8% average annualized rate of return over the long haul, John would need to invest about $550 a month in order to reach his goal. Yet another thing that John could do is start a side hustle to bring in a little extra money. Say John starts flipping things that he finds in his local discount stores for a profit online, which allows him to take home an extra $500 a month on average. Assuming that John still went and financed his car, as well as moving out on his own, he would, in this scenario, at least have some breathing room, thanks to his $2,800 a month take-home pay compared to his $2,285 a month budget. He could also, as I suggested in last week's video, play his financial strategy both offensively and defensively by rent hacking with the help of those roommates and starting his e-commerce side hustle. This would end up giving him $1,250 a month, using the numbers from before, left over after taxes and expenses to put towards his investments and his current enjoyment. Assuming his goal stayed the same, he would invest $550 a month to retire at age 65 and would have roughly $700 a month left over to let his lifestyle creep up without derailing his financial present or future. Maybe at this point he could start going out to dinner once a week with family and friends and get something other than water with his meal. Maybe he could go to the movies or on vacation or take part in some recreational activities like rock climbing or ziplining. Maybe a bit of both. Or he could decide to put a little extra towards his investments. This would give him the possibility of becoming financially independent earlier in life than normal without sacrificing his current happiness. Not to mention that over time, those investments would gain interest, which would give him some small form of security in case something unfortunate happens with his living situation, job, or side hustle. Another thing that I feel John could and should do in any of these scenarios is to consciously pay attention to figuring out what he truly enjoys spending money on in life. Because as time goes along, he may find some things that he's currently spending money on that just don't bring him that much enjoyment, and he can then start trying to figure out how to reduce or eliminate those expenses, essentially reversing lifestyle creep without lowering happiness. And those are just a few examples of what John could do to better manage his lifestyle creep, but that's by no means an exhaustive list. 
So here's where you come in. In the comments section below, I want you to leave some examples of where you have experienced lifestyle creep, and how you can, or did, manage it. I'm looking forward to seeing your examples and ideas. But that'll do it for me today. Once again, if you enjoyed this video, be sure to smash that like button if you haven't already, subscribe, and hit that bell next to my name so you'll be notified of all my future uploads. I generally upload every single Monday, and if you have a friend that would be interested in this kind of content, be sure to share it with them. Let's really get this information out there and start our own financial revolution. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.